Section two of Great Epics in American History, Volume One. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Recording by Betty B. Great Epics in American History, Volume One Voyages of Discovery and Early Explorations, 1000 AD to 1682, by Francis Whiting Halsey section two discoveries before columbus one the men from asia and from norway by justin windsor there is not a race of eastern asia siberian tatar chinese japanese malay with the polynesians which has not been claimed as discoverers intending or accidental of american shores or as progenitors more or less perfect or remote of american peoples and there is no good reason why any one of them may not have done all that is claimed the historical evidence however is not such as is based on documentary proofs of indisputable character and the recitals advanced are often far from precise enough to be convincing in details if their general authenticity is allowed nevertheless it is much more than barely probable that the ice of bering straits or the line of the aleutian islands was the pathway of successive immigrations on occasions perhaps far apart or maybe near together and there is hardly a stronger demonstration of such a connection between the two continents than the physical resemblances of the peoples now living on the opposite sides of the pacific ocean in these upper latitudes with the similarity of the flora which environs them on either shore it is quite as conceivable that the great northern current setting east athwart the pacific should from time to time have carried along disabled vessels and stranded them on the shores of california and farther north leading to the infusion of asiatic blood among whatever there may have been antecedent or autochthonous in the coast peoples it is certainly in this way possible that the chinese or japanese may have helped populate the western slopes of the american continent there is no improbability even of the malays of southeastern asia extending step by step to the polynesian islands and among them and beyond them till the shores of a new world finally receive the impress of their footsteps and of their ethnic characteristics we may very likely recognize not proofs but indications along the shores of south america that its original people constituted such a stock or were increased by it as respects the possible early connections of america on the side of europe there is an equally extensive array of claims and they have been set forth first and last with more persistency than effect leaving the old world by the northern passage iceland lies at the threshold of america it is nearer to greenland than to norway and greenland is but one of the large islands into which the arctic currents divide the north american continent thither to iceland if we identify the localities in geoffrey of monmouth king arthur sailed as early as the beginning of the sixth century and overcame whatever inhabitants he may have found there here too an occasional wandering pirate or adventurous dane had glimpsed the coast thither among others came the irish and in the ninth century we find irish monks and a small colony of their countrymen in possession 
hither the gulf stream carries the southern driftwood suggesting sunnier lands to whatever race had been allured or driven to its shelter here columbus when as he tells us he visited the island in fourteen seventy seven found no ice so that if we may place reliance on the appreciable change of climate by the precession of the equinoxes a thousand years ago and more when the norwegians crossed from scandinavia and found these christian irish there the island was not the forbidding spot that it seems with the lapse of centuries to be becoming it was in a d eight seventy five that ingolf a jarl of norway came to iceland with norse settlers they built their habitation at first where a pleasant headland seemed attractive the present ingolf Shovdi, and later founded reykjavik where the signs directed them for certain carved posts which they had thrown overboard as they approached the island were found to have drifted to that spot the christian irish preferred to leave their asylum rather than consort with the newcomers and so the island was left to be occupied by successive immigrations of the norse which their king could not prevent in the end and within half a century a hardy little republic as for a while it was of near seventy thousand inhabitants was established almost under the arctic circle the very next year a d eight seventy six after ingolf had come to iceland a sea rover gunbjorn driven in his ship westerly sighted a strange land and the report that he made was not forgotten fifty years later more or less for we must treat the dates of the icelandic sagas with some reservation we learn that a wind-tossed vessel was thrown upon a coast far away which was called iceland the great then again we read of a young norwegian eric the red not apparently averse to a brawl who killed his man in norway and fled to iceland where he kept his dubious character and again outraging the laws he was sent into temporary banishment this time in a ship which he fitted out for discovery and so he sailed away in the direction of gunbjorn's land and found it he whiled away three years on its coast and as soon as he was allowed ventured back with the tidings while to propitiate intending settlers he said he had been to greenland and so the land got a sunny name the next year which seems to have been a d nine eighty five he started on his return with thirty-five ships but only fourteen of them reached the land whenever there was a habitable fjord a settlement grew up and the stream of immigrants was for a while constant and considerable just at the end of the century a d nine ninety nine leif a son of eric sailed back to norway and found the country in the early fervor of a new religion for king olaf tryggvesson had embraced christianity and was imposing it on his people leif accepted the new faith and a priest was assigned to him to take back to greenland and thus christianity was introduced into arctic america so they began to build churches in greenland the considerable ruins of which which stands to this day the winning of iceland to the church was accomplished at the same time in the next year after the second voyage of eric the red one of the ships which were sailing from iceland to the new settlement was driven far off her course according to the sagas and bjarni herjolfsson who commanded the vessel reported that he had come upon a land away to the southwest where the coast country was level and he added that when he turned north 
it took him nine days to reach greenland fourteen years later than this voyage of biarni which was said to have been in a d nine eighty six that is in the year one thousand or thereabouts leif the same who had brought the christian priest to greenland taking with him thirty-five companions sailed from greenland in quest of the land seen by biarni which leif first found where a barren shore stretched back to ice-covered mountains and because of the stones there he called the region Helgeland. proceeding farther south he found a sandy shore with a level forest country back of it and because of the woods it was named markland two days later they came upon another land and tasting the dew upon the grass they found it sweet farther south and westerly they went and going up a river came into an expanse of water where on the shores they built huts to lodge in for the winter and sent out exploring parties in one of these turker a native of a part of europe where grapes grew found vines hung with their fruit which induced leif to call the country vinland attempts have been made to identify these various regions by the inexact accounts of the direction of their sailing by the very general descriptions of the country by the number of days occupied in going from one point to another with the uncertainty if the ship sailed at night and by the length of the shortest day in vinland the last a statement that might help us if it could be interpreted with a reasonable concurrence of opinion and if it were not confused with other inexplicable statements the next year leif's brother thorwald went to vinland with a single ship and passed three winters there making explorations meanwhile south and north thorfinn karlsefni arriving in greenland in a d one thousand six married a courageous widow named gudrid who induced him to sail with his ships to vinland and make there a permanent settlement taking with him livestock and other necessities for colonization their first winter in the place was a severe one but gudrid gave birth to a son snor from whom it is claimed thorwaldsen the danish sculptor was descended the next season they removed to the spot where leif had wintered and called the bay hop having spent a third winter in the country karlsefni with a part of the colony returned to greenland the saga then goes on to say that trading voyages to the settlement which had been formed by karlsefni now became frequent and that the chief lading of the return voyages was timber which was much needed in greenland a bishop of greenland eric upsey is also said to have gone to vinland in a d eleven twenty one in thirteen forty seven the last ship of which we have any record in these sagas went to vinland after timber after this all is oblivion there are in all these narratives many details beyond this outline and those who have sought to identify localities have made the most they could of the mention of a rock here or a bluff there of an island where they killed a bear of others where they found eggs of a headland where they buried a leader who had been killed of a cape shaped like a keel of broad-faced natives who offered furs for red cloths of beaches where they hauled up their ships and of tides that were strong but the more these details are scanned in the different sagas the more they confuse the investigator and the more successive relators try to enlighten us the more our doubts are strengthened till we end with the conviction that all attempts at consistent unravelment leave nothing but a vague sense of something somewhere done 
End of section two.